All right, man, we back. You know what I'm saying? Brand new episode dropping, well, Friday, tomorrow. This is, you know. Um, Yeah, man, how's how's everything been going for y'all, man? How's everything been going for y'all? It's tiring. Like, this, this is the part where, this is the thing about recording, right? Sometimes I don't even have topics to talk about with y'all. And sometimes I do. I so but but you know we, we have a topic for this episode. We 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 have our topic. I didn't forget. Um we're talking the uh what's homeboy name? Dar- Darren Jackson, right? But I don't want to necessarily only talk about Darren Jackson. Not necessarily. It's just I think that this is a conversation that needs... See, all right, so look, I'm under the belief, right, that the biggest detriment to the black community is the fact that black men and black women don't trust each other. To me, that's the... Not not only do we not trust each other, not only do we not trust each other, we don't love one another. We don't love one another. Um, We don't love one another to the point... Like, it's it's not even... We can't even love one another platonically I guess you could say uh we can't even we, we can't even love each other platonically and to me that's the biggest detriment to the black community like loving each other romantically <clears throat> of course is is important of course um uh, of course, that, like that, that's important. Being able to love each other uh, romantically, which I feel like both both ends fail on that point. Both ends fail on that point. Um, but not only can can not only do we struggle as a whole. Well, let me not say as a whole, but not only do we struggle loving each other romantically in the black community, we struggle loving each other platonically. Like we can't even love each other just for the sake of, yo, you're black, I'm black, man, we know what's going on here. You know what I'm saying? Like we, 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 we struggle with that. Now I'm not saying we don't do that and we can't do that. I'm just saying we struggle with it to love each other platonically and to love each other romantically. Now, I feel like I talked about this vague. How? I feel like I talked about this vaguely, maybe not even vaguely. I think I put a whole episode talking about black love, but um, that's where we struggle. Right. And with the whole Darren Jackson joint with him to be like, um, I, I you know I never listened to his content. I I didn't even know who this dude was. It was like so when when he, it was trending that he cheated on his wife, did a whole um did a whole uh apology video. I didn't watch it because I didn't know who he was. So to me it didn't matter. My fiance told me who he was and gave me a little backstory on the type of content he makes and da da da. da. I was like oh okay so I went and listened partially. I partially listened to part of it, and I won't even say I have listened to a part of the video. 
it didn't have my attention because I, I still didn't care who he was and why he was apologizing. Um, but it did. But it was the comments is the reason why I'm I'm trying to make this episode right here. It's the comments, the comments of people saying, "Yo, like yo, we told you, we told you, we told you," which was I, I guess was mainly black men. That was telling black women, yo, we told you dude was a scam artist. We told you that niggas like that, they don't use that as game to get in girls' draws. Boom, 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 right? So let me say this. This episode ain't going to be too long, y'all. This episode not going to be that long. Um, As black men, I can understand why black women feel like that's hating. The reason why they feel like that's hating is because whenever they come across a guy that tries to give them game and stands up for them. Now, I'm talking to the fellas right here. Ladies, I'll get to you in a second, okay? But fellas, the reason why they look at dudes like that, like superheroes, is because in their own personal lives, they may not encounter a lot of black men that's willing to stand up for black women to black men. Now, as black men, that's not him standing up to us. But nevertheless, to him, to them, he's like a superhero figure. Black men that do that, they they really admire. And a lot of times, a lot of them be wanting to be with that man because of that very reason. And as men, enough vagina is thrown our way. Eventually, we'll probably cave on one or two of them. And if enough vagina is thrown our way on a consistent basis, odds are we'll probably cave in on one or two of them. Odds are. Not saying 100%, but odds are probably, probably will. Probably will. And a lot of women don't even realize that you don't like the dude. You like the ideologies that he's spewing. So because he's spewing these ideologies, you feel like he follows, he practices what he preaches. I don't know. Is he a preacher? But but the, 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 saying, the saying still stands. You feel like he practices what he preaches, right? So... With that being said, women become attracted to him because of that very reason. Oh, man, he just treats women so good. and But that doesn't mean that he treats women that good. He's just saying that's how they should be treated, right? So for a lot of men, it comes off as hating when we say, yo, niggas be using that as game to get in girls' draws. And as men, we've seen it work. We saw it work right here with this Darren Jackson character. It worked. His ideology, his ideologies, idea, uh, wait, ideology. The messages that he was spewing got women to be in his bed with him. And he got to sleep with him. Got to have sex with him. Because of the idea guy that I don't know if he portrayed himself to be 
But he's saying that black men should treat women this way. And again, I've never checked out any of his content. But it seems as though that's what he was saying. Black men treat black women this way. And black women just fell head over heels for him because of his ideologies. I, I cannot get that right. I said it right earlier. Now I can't get it right now. I'm thinking too much. Anyway. So now. I don't know how black because my my fiance, she listened. I don't know if she still does listened to his stuff. Right. And. I don't know if she still does or not, but I never heard of this dude. But you're going to have guys that's like that. Guys, to the fellas, right? Women, don't worry. I'm going to get to y'all. But to the guys, right? Have your girlfriend cheated on you and you found out, confront her. And she tells you because, you know, when he and I talk, we don't argue. He listens to me. He asks about my day. Right. Right. So the issue is this. Now, ladies, I need you to hear this part. The issue with that is this. How did it go from him saying, oh, how's your day? Um, How's work? How's your mental space and all this other stuff? How did it go from that? You talking about and you talking about your day. So y'all sleeping together. How did that happen? Like where where did that happen? And now he telling you he love you and and now you're torn. Like oh man, should I leave my boyfriend and be with him or that? What 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 happened? I thought you were just talking to him because you needed somebody to listen to you about your day. How did that happen? How? Did he accidentally falls in you? How? How? What? Where? Where, where? where did it happen? Right? Where did it happen? How did? Where? Where did that bridge come from? Where did? Where did you build that? Right? Because you fell for, and then as time passes, y'all start arguing. You start getting on his nerves. He starts getting on yours. And see, I have said this. I promise you, I said this before. Right? I think I said that on this podcast. I'm not sure. But this is something that we need to comprehend, right? You don't like her. This is to the nigga that's dirty macking. You don't like her. You wouldn't like her. Just like to the to the side women that men be texting. They wouldn't like us if they saw us on an everyday basis. Come on. All right. Our girl barely can stand us now. Why why do we feel like she would be different? And then on top of that, why do we feel like she would be different than any other girlfriend that we've ever had? Like, women are boring. If you're just going to be frank, women are boring. They're boring. Women are boring. Women are lame. Okay? The thing is, the woman that you are with, find you someone that's lame enough for you to tolerate. Like you're you're lame, but whatever. I, I I can put up with it. You know, find you one that that you can tolerate. Same thing with women. Find you a dude that's just good enough, right? Is that set at a bar too low? I feel like I'm set at a bar too low. Maybe the bar, maybe 
But I'm not saying live for someone that's doing the bare minimum. I'm not saying that. Right now, clearly, I'm joking when I say find you somebody that you can just tolerate. I'm clearly joking. Right. Don't be with someone that's doing the bare minimum. But what, what I'm saying is. Men lie, women lie. Right. Men lie, men lie and women lie. Now, some women feel like they don't lie and that's a lie in itself. So for the sake of women, let's just say y'all exaggerate. How about that? How about that? Women exaggerate, right? Men, we know what that's called for is lying. But we're just going to say for the sake of trying to get through this episode, women exaggerate. So as so for men, there's no need for us to sit up here and say, oh, I told you about Darren Johnson. Because it does sound like hating. Now, there may have been plenty of times where you may have cheated on your girlfriend and y'all trying to work through it. And now she's subliminally uh, uh, um, reposting Darren Jackson quotes or reposting 30 second clips from a Darren Jackson video. And that's and it pops up on your timeline. And you're like, is she, is she talking to me? Like, you know, yeah, OK, I get it. But as men. Do we have to speak up all the time? We ain't got to speak up all of the time. We could have just kept it amongst ourselves. Like, I mean, come on. We knew that it was a game he was playing. Like, I, again, I didn't watch any of his videos. But when my fiance told me who he was and the type of content he created, I was like, oh, yeah, I could have seen that coming a mile away. Like, we know. We know. Because it's the same thing with Steve Harvey. I'm, I think Steve Harvey has cheated on his wife. And then he creates the book, Think Like a Man. Steve, shut up. Like, what is you doing? Think Like a Man. What is you talking about? You, you know the thoughts of men. Right? That in itself would also then destroy the very fabric of the black community. If, because we, I don't know if any of you have been with women who... Kind of have manly tendencies. And when I say manly, I don't mean like tomboyish. But y'all know what I mean when I say man type tendencies like looking to manipulate and get over and use and verbally abuse. Well, women verbally abuse anyway, but uh, and to abuse men because I I guess that's they do that because that's what men do, I, I, I guess, allegedly. But here's something that I feel like something that in the black community we we have, we 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 struggle in managing um what's the word I'm looking for accountability because in any tumultuous tumultuous in any bad relationship there's two sides of the coin right now Example, if a woman is saying that uh, I just can't be with this person anymore because he always talks bad to me and he always talks down on me and he calls me stupid, right? Hide a tape recorder in their house. And you will probably hear a woman say some of the worst nastiest things that she can possibly say to a man because for a man 
if we tell our girlfriends that nah, she don't look right in that whatever she's wearing, she's crying. She's getting upset. No sex for a month, right? But when it comes to men, we're forced to have to bury that stuff. And look, I know you're probably listening right now. You're probably like, man, my girl said that to me. I wouldn't care. That wouldn't matter to me, man. You a bitch, right? I know, man. I, I get it. But hear me out, right? If a woman, if not a woman, your girl, actually not even a woman. Sometimes it could be women that you hit on. And if she clowns you, now you're getting upset. So how can you sit up here and fix your mouth and say, oh, I don't care what a woman would say to me. Like some of y'all niggas be throwing hissy fits when you, when you trying to grind on a girl in the club and she pushes you away or you're trying to ask for a girl number. You're like, man, fuck you then ugly ass bitch. Like, come on. So don't sit up here and tell me that you're so manly and macho when a girl politely says that she doesn't want to give you her phone number and, and you you're ready to follow her and hunt her down and shoot her because of that. Now, I'm not going to say every dude that listens to my podcast is one of those guys. Maybe they're not. Maybe this guy, maybe this podcast has drawn the community of men that are civil. I hope so. But let's be real. It's probably not. So what I'm saying is this, right? You can. A a woman can tell you this, tell you that. And it'll hurt your pride. It'll hurt your ego. Now, I don't know why for women. They feel like they don't have pride in egos that can be hurt. Because for women, they like to use the term. It hurt their feelings. But for men, it's. Our ego got hurt. Uh, women also have egos. Massive ones, mind you. Women have massive egos. Massive egos. Walking contradictions. Ladies, don't worry. I'm going to be on y'all's side in a minute. Walking contradictions. Let me tell you. But I'm not. Not right now. Not this episode. But as men, we do need to do a better job at communicating and expressing our feelings and women, y'all need to do a better job at communicating and creating a safe space for men to express their feelings, right? Because it's tough to express our feelings to women when we were raised by a woman that told us that we're not allowed to have feelings. Because women that tried to raise boys to become men, they can only raise them off of, again, the ideology of what a perfect man is. A man doesn't complain. A man is tough. A man doesn't have feelings. A man is also a doormat, but yet still strong enough to not let people walk over him unless it's his girlfriend. See, like women try to raise their men, boys to be men on contradictions because they don't know. So and a lot of times it be coming from women who grew up themselves without having a man in the house. So a lot of so a lot of women don't know how to communicate with men because they never saw a healthy communication line between a man and a woman before. Because maybe their mom was a single mom. So they don't know how to interact with men themselves. They're quick to get upset. They're quick to get angry. They're quick to yell. They get defensive because I saw what happened 
when a woman doesn't stand up for herself because maybe their mom got beat on by the 11 boyfriends that she, that she used to bring around. Do moms be having mad boyfriends when they have a daughter? No, right? I feel like they wouldn't. Well, I, like, I feel like they wouldn't because they wouldn't want a bunch of niggas around the house, a bunch of different niggas around the house because you got a girl watching what's going on. But I feel like with boys, I feel like they do mainly because they want another man in the house because they have a boy. There's a lot of psychology stuff that, that we can get into and maybe one episode we will. Um, But you've seen a lot of your mom screaming, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, I'm calling the cops, fuck you, I'm going to stab you, right? So then you think that that's how you interact with men, is with violence, is with aggression, because they're men, and you feel like you got to protect yourself. Instead, go to therapy, and then you will learn proper techniques to problem solve. That's what we all need in the black community. Some therapy. That's what we all need. We all need some therapy, right? Um, I feel like th- things will go a-, a long way if we all just sat down and got some therapy, right? Because you learn a lot on problem solving. You learn a lot about not suppressing your feelings, but expressing your feelings. And that's important. We need to be able to express ourselves. We a, we need to be able to feel comfortable with women that we can express what we're feeling. And let me and let me sit up here and tell you, dude. Your single mom telling you that you need to be a man, don't be crying and all that other stuff. That's not right. It's okay to express your sadness when you're feeling that way. It's all right. I tell my son all the time. He's five. He's he's five. He's going on six. I tell him it's hard to cry. You know, if you get a question wrong or something like that on the homework or if something happens and you just feel sad about it, it's okay to cry. It's okay. It releases. um, I forgot what the hormone is called, but it releases it. You know, and then you begin to think a bit more clearer. You're like, all right, you know, I cried, I got out of the way, but I can't sit up here and cry forever. And see, that's the thing. Can't sit up here and cry forever. Got to pick myself up. And we got to figure something out and we got to go about our business, right? But it is okay to cry because I've, I've looked at the out and I try to formulate my episodes around my, my, my audience. A lot of my audience is between the ages of like 17 to 25. A lot of my audiences and um, it's about 62 percent male. Right. It's about 62 percent male to the ages of 17 to 25. So I try to formulate my episodes around that audience. It's providing guidance. It's providing guidance. My eldest nephew is in that age range. It's about providing guidance. A lot of y'all would be my little brother. A lot of y'all would probably be a nephew or a little cousin to me. It's about providing that guidance. And as far as the women that are listening, what I would say to you is this. On behalf of the men everywhere, 
black men everywhere. I'm not going to speak for a white man. On behalf of black men everywhere, I would like to apologize. No, we don't do a great job at protecting you. No, we don't do a great job at being honest with you. No, we don't do a great job at loving you. But you know why? Because we don't protect ourselves. We're not truthful with ourselves, and we don't love ourselves. It's hard to do for others that you don't do for yourself. It's really hard. It can be done, but it's, it's, it's damn hard. If I lie and be dishonest towards myself, I'm gonna be I'm gonna lie to you. If I don't love myself, I can't love you. Now, here's another thing, because I'm the person I love love. I love love. I feel like I love myself. I feel like I do. I love my fiance, my soon to be wife. I love my daughter. I love my son. Absolutely. Give my life for all three of them. Now, do they give me great hairs in my beard? One thousand and ten percent. They do. Do I pull my hair out sometimes because of them? Man, I got a bald spot in the back of my head to prove it. But I love them. Now, do I necessarily love myself? I love myself. I don't want to see harm come upon myself. Do I love myself the best, though? No. No. I don't love myself the best. I could love myself better. Which, in turn, if you're being honest, that means I could love my children better. That means I could love my life partner better. Because I could love myself better. Now, I don't want to sit up and say I don't fully love my family. I 100 million, thousand, trillion percent love my family. But I could still love them better. And as black men, it is our responsibility to take back being head of the communities, being head of the household. Now, where does that leave black women? Because black women love being the breadwinner, the spine, the, the, the rock, right? That, that's, that, that'd be y'all thing. But what's y'all role? I don't know. I don't know. Supporting? Being a great support system. You see, how, you see how I just stumble across that? Being a great support system. That's your role. Being a great support system. Now, what does it mean to be a support? Not a crutch. Because that's what black women have been. Black women have been a crutch. It's about bringing forth support. It's like this. It's like this. I don't know if any of you have ever had some type of bodily injury where you needed to wear like a brace or something like that. Right now, here's the thing with the crutch. Right. You lean on the crutch and it, in a way it replaces your damaged leg in a way. Not quite. I've never been on crutches, but like you're you're putting your your body weight on the crutch and is is keeping you up on that side because that leg can't supports you. It, it can't hold you up. So that's what the crutch is. Instead of using all of your bodily functions, you're using this inanimate object to help you get around. It's a crutch. Black women have been the crutch. We've been leaning all of our body weight on black women as of late. 
And when I say as of late, I mean since probably the 90s. And we've been putting all of our weight on it, on them. And they've been helping us get around. But see, a support system would be a brace. No, you can't quite walk correctly. But you can hold your own self up. You don't need the crutch anymore. But see, the brace adds stability to your joints. It keeps your ligaments from rubbing against each other. It keeps your ligaments from bending. It keeps your ligaments from further damage. That's why when you wear like a cast or a brace, it's hard to bend, right? Or it's hard to bend. It's meant to straighten your muscles, your bones, your ligaments, your tendons back out. It's helped to stretch it out and to get them realigned. That's what a brace is for. A brace gives support. It doesn't carry you. It just gives support. That's the role that black women need to play. Now, see, asking a black woman to take the passenger seat, not the back seat, but the passenger seat, is tough. It's like pulling teeth. It's like trying to take candy from a baby. Have you ever tried taking candy from a baby? They're on steroids. If you try to take candy from a baby, it's hard. It's, it's hard. But we need to go back. But see that and, that, and that's something else too. Black women. Y'all have been wondering women for so long. I ain't going to say Lois Lane. But y'all have tried to be Wonder Woman for so long. Done a bang up job. Done a bang up job. That's a bad reference. I don't know who to... Uh, I, I can't think of what role I, 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 I can't think of any. But what I'm saying is this. It's time to hand over the keys. Y'all have to get in the passenger side. All of the aggression that you feel like you have to show to protect yourself, to keep yourself safe. You got to stop. But Apex, how can I do that when I don't trust men? But see, that's the thing, though. That's the going to therapy. See, y'all don't feel, y'all don't know, and I, I didn't know, I did, I did not know this either. The psychological toll that we go through, leaving one relationship and going to the next, we don't understand how much turmoil that is. Because. The reason why we don't like to admit it is because we don't want to look weak to our ex. I, I'm not going to let you show. I'm not going to show you how much you beat me down. I got to look strong. Meanwhile, you jump in the next relationship. You jump in the next relationship. You jump in the next relationship. Nothing works out because you never answered any unanswered questions. What, where did I go wrong? What could I have done differently? What could I have done better? Why, in all honesty, did that relationship not work? Was it my fault? I mean, yeah, the other person played a hand in things not working out. But what else went wrong? What did I do wrong? They say y'all broke up because uh, uh, somebody cheated, right? 
No, 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 no. That's not my fault that that person cheated. Hear me out. It's not. It's not. You weren't giving something to someone. Now, now this also goes into communication. Because if that person never communicated that they were missing something from the relationship, I mean, you know, how was you supposed to know? You can't read minds. But if the person communicated to you what was missing and what was lacking and what they needed from you in that relationship and you still didn't adhere to their needs, I'm not saying it's not their fault. All I'm saying is, man, come on. You played a hand in that. Like, fellas. If you're not asking her about her day, if you're not checking in on her mental space, if you're not satisfying her physically, if you're not taking the time out to do romantic things, not sexual, but romantic things, rubbing her feet, rubbing, giving her a full body rub down, nothing sexual, just just rub downs uh, of her body, of her feet, treating her to dinner so that she don't have to cook. Bring her home her favorite snack at that time in the month. You know, doing things like that. Try playing video games with her. Try doing that. Try vacuuming the house. Try taking out the garbage. Now, if she still decides, to, and you ask her about her day, you ask her about where you ask her, and she still decides to talk to somebody else. Ask her, what weren't you getting? Well, you know, sometimes we argue, but with him, we never argue. Walk away, homie. Because that's going to be bullshit, and you know it. Yeah, we argue. We're in a relationship. We're two different people with two different viewpoints of life. We're going to argue. We were raised differently. We're going to argue. We have two total different backgrounds. We're going to argue. You have your experiences that you've went through. I have mine. We're going to argue. That's bullshit. There's no such thing as being perfect. We all fall short. We all mess up. It happens. Ladies, your man cheats on you. You know, you should ask, what weren't you getting from me? No yelling, not being on the offense, not being on the defense. Just simply ask, what weren't you getting? And fellas, be honest. Be honest. Be honest. Don't say, oh, it was nothing, babe. It was just me. I just messed up. Be honest. Because if you say that... Then she could say, oh, well, if that if that's the case, I, I should just leave because if, because to you, I was doing everything you needed and wanted. And you still decided to go with someone else. You still decided to sleep with someone else. You still decided to text someone else. She can leave. Be honest when she asks you that question. Honestly, the sex has been kind of lackluster on your end. I feel like you don't have a lot of energy during sex. Or 
I, I feel like you don't check in on me mentally. You don't ask me how my day is going. You don't ask me how's my mentality, what's my mental spaces. You don't check in on me. And I know as guys, we're not supposed to need that from a woman, right? Everything we should need from a woman is what? Her cooking and having sex. That's all we're, that's all we're stereotyped as needing in a relationship is a woman that cooks and a woman that has mind blowing sex, right? Men are stereotyped into that's all you need to have a man. No, it's not. You don't cuddle with me. It's nice when I lay my head on your lap and you just rub my head until I fall asleep. It's nice. I like that. I like your back rubs. I like when you come into the living room while I'm playing a game and you just kick your feet across my leg and then you just get on your phone just doing whatever. I like I like your presence. Say it. Tell her that. Because if you say, oh, no, babe, it was all my fault. You did. That's not the honest truth. You're not being honest. Now, I'm not saying that after being told, you know, whatever, you got to give it another chance now that they told you what they need and what they, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, before it gets to that point, at the end of the day, before it gets to that point, you should communicate things with your partner like, yo, I've really been missing out on this. I've really been needing this. You should do that before it gets to the point where, you want to talk to somebody else and you want to get things from another person. As women, y'all should come to your man and be like, babe, I really need you to start asking me how my day is going. I really need you to start checking in on me. I really need you, you know what I'm saying? Communicate that. You owe that to your partner is to do that. But I feel like we're afraid to do that because we don't want the other person to feel less than we don't want them to feel but not doing that is going to make things 120 times worse have that communication and that's what i was saying in the black community we don't love one another the best platonically and romantically we don't love each other the best we need to focus on start loving each other better this has been another episode of podcast about nothing. I still don't have a sign off. So don't y'all ain't got to sit around and wait for the credits to roll. There's no sign off coming until the next time. Y'all, I hope y'all listen to this episode. I hope you can, uh, I, hope, I hope something you can grasp something from it and apply to your lives. I hope I spoke to somebody today. You're not and you're never too young to take this advice right here and apply it to your relationship. You're never too young. Because that's what relationships are. Relationships are communication. Relationships are compromise. So until the next time, y'all, I love y'all. Peace, love, prosperity. Stay safe out there. I'll catch y'all on Saturday.